If you know better, you can do better. This is Straight Talk with the Perez Brothers Podcast with David and Jimmy Perez. Hey, Jim. Good to be back. We were talking earlier about your values and something rang strong in, in, in me. And it just made me want to ask you some questions about uh, something else. You're looking at me crazy. But if if you're ready and open, you mention multiple times some demons and beasts within you that you have to deal with. I found that very interesting. It's deep. So I found that I found that intriguing. No, I put myself out there. It's this is supposed to be about openness and about conversations and we're supposed to learn about each other. Well, I intentionally wanted to be vulnerable and put myself out there because although I I don't carry myself as an angry person, I still deal with that. And it's something that it's a work in progress. Yeah. So you mentioned words like anger and sadness. And I think it's important. And if this is shared with people uh, and, and personally for myself, right? Sometimes we just don't know that. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes those demons, sadness, anger, something that happened a while ago that you may not really uh you 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 can't put your finger on it but you know is there and you know how to manage it was the word uh in and and potentially you're able to use that energy and transform it into a positive way right so but first uh I, i'm interested in if we could dig a little bit in those wounds and see what what those demons might might be and and how how do you work not necessarily not necessarily how you use it in a positive way because that that could be a whole different chapter tell me a little bit more about about that so in my in my circle growing up, obviously we grew up together to a certain extent, and then you went your pathway, I went on my pathway. So through my pathway, I I got I grew a lot of anger. Um, and I think that that could have been for many a reasons. You know, I played the poor little me card when I was a teenager, asked to you know, not having a father and mom, she had to deal with herself and she had to try to better herself. I grew up in a, with a different circle and I think there was a lot of anger within my circle and I took the wrong path. And most of the people within my circle had to have something drastic happen to them for them to act to their benefit. So Maybe they went to prison for a while before they could get the realization that they had to get their act together. Or maybe they had to become, you know, drug addicts and and get near death in order for them to get their act together. Or many things like that. I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to have that happen to me in order for me to change. And I knew I was better than that. 
I changed just because I told myself, hey, I'm changing. And I've had this process within me that I'll talk about something for a very small amount of time and then I'm done. There's no excuses. There's no more talking about it. I have to act now. I think because of that, I don't always deal with things 100%. I don't don't finalize things 100% because I don't want to be stuck trying to deal with those, those demons. Um, A lot of people, they go to therapy for many years and find the closure so then they can move on. I move on regardless of the closure. I don't know if anger is a normal thing. I don't know if it's because of our bloodline. I don't know if it's because of where we grew up. I don't know if I adopted that. I don't know if I'm genetically coded that way, but I know that it is no way to live to act on the anger. So that's where managing it comes into play, but I feel it. I don't argue with my wife for that reason, not because I'm I'm such a great guy that I just don't argue with my wife, but because I'm afraid of disrespecting her. I've been with my wife nearly 20 years. I've never called her so much as dumb or stupid because I don't want to engage in an argument with her, you know? So that's one way of dealing with it, but I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. I call it demons. It could just be feelings. It could be something that we all have and we call it a different way. Maybe I'm fueling mine. Don't let it go down for whatever reason. I feel that I have more anger than most, but I manage it. I don't know if that answered anything there because it didn't answer anything in my in my head. Yeah. No, I think we all have some fears, maybe some things that cause us sadness. The other day I was uh, watching Wayne Dyer. You know his story. It's crazy, right? And for someone as positive and ha- has enriched so many uh, people's lives, it came from a point of anger. To, towards his father, who who left him and treated his mother the way he did. He lived with that anger, and it wasn't till he became at peace with that, you know, identifying that something told him to go to the grave and to talk. And I think he was there for an hour or two, talking to his father and basically saying, you know, I love you, I forgive you, right? Because, and it's interesting the perspective that he gives later. He said, look. You know, who knows? Maybe he was meant to be, he was sent into this world to produce that pain, to go through the process that I went through in order to become the person that I went, came, uh, became forgiving. That forgiveness was huge to him. That forgiveness liberated and freed him of that weight. And so a lot of times those demons bog us down. It weigh us. Perhaps I'm no psychologist, but perhaps the I'm not going to dwell on it and I'm going to push it down and I'm going to move on certainly is a way, but it may not be the best way. Certainly it may temporarily work for you. It may temporarily work for me. I notice similarly that I don't like to deal with things that hurt because it triggers something inside of me that's sad. Yeah. You feel weak. I feel weak. Yeah. When I deal with that. Well, I think it's fear to touch that wound. Fear to 
mess around with that scab and that potentially becomes, it, it bleeds again. And then I have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. As long as I hide it, it's not going to bleed. See, for me, it's a little different for me. It's if, if, if I have to make it bleed to deal with it, I will. I went in to deal with things that I thought that were bringing, because I think we're understanding that anger and sadness really derives out of some fear and out of something that has happened. So I have absolutely went in like a soldier to deal with it, knowing it was going to hurt, knowing I don't want to deal with it, but I'm brave enough to, to deal with it one time and to let it bleed one time and to shed a few tears one time in order to deal with it. I think I've dealt with a lot like that. And, and that's where I find a lot of peace. Where I feel weak is because after all that work, I still have some anger within me and the weakness comes in because I can't find where that de- derived from. So I feel weak because I'm, I'm the, the fix-it guy. I'm the, you know, I'm not a very good listener, unfortunately. You know, my wife has to tell me to shut up and listen sometimes. Because she gives me a problem, and what do I do? I immediately go to fix it. That's what I do. I've had to learn to just listen. So so whenever I have an issue, like I have an issue with anger, what do I do? I don't want to delve on it. I don't want to play the poor little me card anymore. That's what I did as a teenager. You know, now I just want to go in and fix it. So the weakness comes in in the fact that I can't, I can't find it. I can't fix it. Therefore, I feel weak. So have you tried to just put it out there in the universe with, you know, the almighty or? Absolutely. And I think that's how I've I've been able to deal with a lot of it. You know, that's why to an extent, I wonder if everybody has that piece and it's like a gland or a cell and either mine is a little swollen or maybe I'm giving it too much focus, but I give it focus because I'm determined to work on me. And if that's, I feel that's a flaw, I want to give it energy. Yeah. So, you know, in in my readings, I found that a lot of people who are, you know, successful that have tremendous drive to get them, they've all dealt with and or dealing with some demons right? It's, it's how they use that, right? Tony Robbins, you know, was, was abused and homeless and all those things, right? So Les, what's his name? Les Brown, right? And uh, there, there's some actors out there uh, the same way. There's, uh, you know, uh, Denzel Washington, there's uh, the Matrix one, uh, Oprah, you know, abused, I think sexually abused and all that, right? So, there's something about those wounds. Uh, it's a matter of how you deal with it. Are you going to be allowed to be succumbed by them? Are you going to allow those wounds to control you? Or are you going to use that energy to fuel you? Whether you're running away from it and that momentum allows you to reach 
the stars, maybe you're running away from it because you don't want to touch it. I, I don't know what it is. A big motivation for me to figure it out is being a father. It's when my yeah. when one of my sons comes with me, hey, dad, I got this anger just sitting in my soul. I want to be able to walk them through and try to help them. You know, that's that's where I could deal with it. I can manage it. And I could even pretend it doesn't pretend that it doesn't exist. When I go to help somebody else, particularly my sons, I don't want to say just run. I want to be able to to be there for him. And this is going to fuel me. And it's, it fuels me to this day. And I, I, I'm a big believer that we become hypersensitive when we go through things in life that propels us to one of two extremes, right? Either a, a very negative extreme like prison or death or drugs or alcohol or to the other extreme like a lot of these movie stars and, and, and well-known personalities. And I will be able to use it. But maybe it's just, it's my need to know. I don't know. Yeah. So one of the things that, as I was saying that and listening to you, some would say, well, you know, a lot of times fears just really served a lot of times to, to, to weigh people down and to limit their potential to, to really fly. But at the same time, I think, and that's kind of what I've heard, I think it could, it could be the opposite. Like, uh, I think we on to maybe something here that, you know, an example may be, uh, let's dig into our own past, you know, the pain that my mother was going through as a widow, as, you know, single mom with no support, the poverty that we went through, um, the short life right, that my father had, and the pain that um, when his life was taken, um, the pain that it imposed on us, right, sort of not having that relived through my own experiences in life, right? So you got to succeed. You got to work hard. You got to continue to grow. Um, and that's been my story. Part, part of it is like part of what I take in that pain of having my father, our father ripped away from us is, you know, he had good intentions. He had dreams. And I will, I have a responsibility and I will not allow that his dreams not be fulfilled because like all of us, his dreams are to ensure he has a good life that he can provide hope and a better platform um, for his next generation to, to blossom. And so I have a responsibility to ensure that his dream, in spite of his life being taken away, that his spirit is still here with me and you and we 
have a responsibility. I've always said we have a responsibility to our forefathers who worked hard in the fields and maybe through, you know, blue collar work and short lives because all three of our grandfathers died at the age of 32 in a very tragic way. And, and so maybe that story, maybe that we got to make a difference. We have to make it big because life is short and, and it's unfair sometimes. And we got the short period to make it um, better, make those dreams fulfilled, manifested through us and through our children, right? So it's always kind of like a responsibility uh, back to our forefathers and to our next generation. How much work we put in now and how uh, what we represent and how we carry ourselves ought to have a profound effect on our children. That's a great subject. And it's, it's, I think it's good that we put it out there.